1: for the Half Hour Fan Podcast, I'm your host Peter, joined this week by always by Tom and Donnie. How are you doing, Tom?
2: I'm good, Peter. How are you? Not
1: too bad. How are you doing, Donnie? Yeah,
2: I'm very well, thank you.
1: Good, good. So let's get the housekeeping done first. We're getting the nitty-gritty of the stuff. We'll go to our podcast league. They're the new top three. Number one is the Backstreet Boys with 94 points this week. Up to first place. Good shooting. Up to place to second is Nairn County, Ash Nairn, 88 points. And... Up to third or joint second, Jota Glue, Brian eight sixty eight, so that's your new top three. Also, the Kevin Van Veen round three leg one scores are up. So if you're still in the cup, you'll see it on Twitter. Tom's still in there. Tom won his first leg, so he's still got all the fight for. Again, that will conclude the next game week, and then there'll be a draw for the quarterfinals and so on so forth. So let's go to our uh, own Mega League score and rank. And I'll come to you, Donnie. Hank. you're still third at the three, so you can go first. Score and rank. Indeed.
3: Yeah, it was a good week for me. Uh, made one change. Cochrane out for Scales. So in goals, we had Hemming for 10, Penrice for 2, Captain Tab for 22, uh, McGarry for 2, Scales for 6, Miller for 3, Armstrong 7, Boyle 1, O'Reilly 10, Bakayoko 2, and Vice-Captain Kyogo 18. That was 83 points. My global score is 299. I was 1141, and I've shot up 533 places to 608, so starting to get to where I should be uh, by my standards.
1: Okay, Tom, over to you. Score and rank?
2: Yeah, I got a total of 83 points this week. I had Clark and goals for nine. Uh, James Brown got me two points, Captain Tav 22, Uh, Parks came on as a sub for one, Uh, in midfield I had O'Hara for four, Spittle for three, O'Reilly for ten, McEwen for two, and up front Vice-Captain Kyogo was 18, Lammers two, and Simon Murray ten points, and my overall rank is 259.
1: I had 81 points this week and that was enough for a green arrow of 8 places 120 to 112 so I think I'm starting to see the bulging up of ranks especially close at to the top so we'll see how that goes in next couple of weeks and my goal scorers were Clark 9 points Penn Rice and Brown 2 apiece Captain Tabanier 22 Devil off the bench for 1 Boyle for 1 Miller 3 Turnbull 11 Riley 10 Vice Captain Furahashi 18 and Lamers 2 so, Tom,
2: over to you for the results of the week. Yep. Um, so, first picture we have is St. Johnston 0 Rangers 2. Uh, the first goal was scored by Danilo with an assist from Tav. Uh, Matondo scored the second with an assist from Tom Lawrence. Uh, we'll just get this out of the way. St. Johnston still on a void for me. Um, not going there just now. Uh, the template captain and vice captain this week came up tops. Um, only Scott Tans are bettered. Tav and Kyogo points-wise. So, Captain Tav, always Captain Tav is back on the table. Um, it was Danilo. Um, he got his second goal of the season. Um, he came off straight after with like a fractured skull a fractured cheek. Uh, he's already had the surgery um, and he's hoping to be back playing as soon as. It might be a similar situation like with Callum McGregor where he played for a mask. Um, Rangers will play in the Europa League this week, so uh, it probably gives us a bit of an indicator. And I imagine he probably won't be in the squad. Might be a bit too soon for him, but if he's on the bench, then I suppose it's looking promising. Um, despite his injury, I probably wouldn't be rushing to get him in, as his goal was just against St. Johnston. He's not really got any hauls. And given his price point at 6.5 million, he's quite a difficult one to, to squeeze in. Uh, he was replaced by Seema, um, who stats-wise uh, dominated the game. He had five shots, two of which on target, making them uh, top for that uh, uh, top for that stat. He did miss a big chance and he did look good as well. Uh, Barisic was benched, which isn't ideal because we've touted him as Rangers' second best fantasy option. I'm not too sure if this is a rotation for Europa League. Um, I'll be interested to hear what, what Donny's thoughts are on that and also the assister, uh, Tom Lawrence. Uh, he looked like he had a good game, so Donnie,
3: take it away. <laughs> so Rangers doing what Settle couldn't do, and that was score against St Johnston. Um So it's imaginary trophy lift for that one. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> the, the team news was obviously the the, the the only team news we got this weekend. Cantwell being injured uh, will affect a lot of teams. And in for Barisic was the other one. I think a lot of that was to do with internationals. Um, Barisic was away with Croatia. Um, Yilmaz is not in the European squad so you don't really want to risk Barisic coming off international duty to a game against St. Johnson to then to Europe so it made sense to play Yilmaz whether we see that kind of chopping change week in week out it's tough to say um, Barisic probably is the man on form but Yilmaz is a player that we've paid quite a bit of money for and kind of almost need to have him playing week in week out so It's difficult because you won't see team use um, this weekend, um, whether it's stick or twist. So you might just have to change and and hope that it works out for the best. Uh, Roof holding his position in the team um, is quite an interesting one. Uh, I know there is questions on Rangers later on um, that we can look at in more detail. But if you're looking to change fortunes up top, that might be the way to go. Uh, As you said, Tav getting uh, getting in on the action. That was a good cross for the, the opener. Danielio managed to get his head stuck in there and, like you say, got injured at the time. I think there's concussion protocols for these types of injuries, so I don't think he would be back too soon. Uh, And as you say, he'll probably have the face mask on. I thought Rangers were nervy in the second half, so Johnson did try and have a go. I think just a lack of confidence in that team, so it wasn't really a surprise. Roof for the second game in a row, having a goal disallowed. Um, before Matondo made it 2-0 I think Matondo had started that game I would have put him in for Cantwell um, but because he was on the bench I left him out, I did pick him in my expert tips so i got good returns for that but I did worry about Lawrence again, he's been out for a year so minutes could be a risk there but it's certainly good from a, a fan's point of view to see him coming back I think from a Rangers point of view you've got to be happy with the game but Playing on Sundays now is going to make it difficult to pin down. You know who else outside of Tav you're going to have, um, and as you say, St Johnston are, are just an avoid altogether. It doesn't really matter who they're playing; it's not really going to swing how I feel. But a uh, good win after obviously a, a bad result the,
2: the previous game week. Yep, Peter, how are you feeling about Rangers?
1: Difficult one because any players who'd like to have brought in is the ones that are kind of rotational risk. Barisic was on the agenda; he's not. Maton, Dirk and Bench look good, but does that guarantee team starts? We don't see any team news for the next so so many weeks, so tabs the one I'm stuck with. I'm stuck with Lammers, I don't really like Lammers, I don't think, <laughs> I don't like Iridium, but at the same time, who do they get him for? I mean, Celtic team news earlier this week, so if... we'll get to that, but I think Cotunnawe could be dropped, so there's my first one, you actually see drops dropped, so i moved him, so I think I'm stuck with Lammers for the next week, but there's nobody really standing out or taking it by the scruff of the neck. We'll Wait and see, maybe we'll get to an international break. And by that time, Campbell can be back and just slip him back into my team. But Donnie's pretty much covered the others. It's just now good. One of the weird ones where you're, you're kind of taking a punt now because they're playing a Sunday and hoping they're going to be in the starting 11. Apart from if you want to double up, maybe who's else guaranteed? Golston, the keeper. Golston, yeah. About yeah. That.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, that's the boy. I'd, I'd, I'd agree with that. Even Campbell isn't really performing just now, so. Perhaps I wait and see, and we'll maybe see some sort of consistency. I think he's um, chopped and changed his team quite a bit, and he needs to find a sort of settled living soon, I think. Um, Next fixture, anyway, then is Celtic 3, Dundee 0. Turnbull got the opener with a penalty, uh, which he won himself. Kyogo got the second with an assist from Callum McGregor, and O'Reilly got the third goal with an assist from Kyogo. Um, As mentioned, Turnbull got the opener. I agree with you, Peter. I think it's concerning for people that do own him in the fantasy game because the game completely changed when Hitati came on um, and Turnbull came off. So I think it's going to be Hitati going forward. It was quite turgid prior to that, but see what happens tonight. Um, Kyogo got a goal and assist. I think we've mentioned it before him and O'Reilly continue to be the the must-haves from the, the Celtic team. And the third spot at the minute is probably up for debate. Uh, Alistair Johnston had a good game. He hit the woodwork twice, uh, which left me reeling because I had him in my expert picks. So could have been a brace there, but never mind. He could could be a decent option going forward. Um, There's a few wingers, midfielders to look at. Um, Yang had a decent first half. Uh, Palma and Bernardo are the ones to watch as well. Again, uh, game tonight, so that might cast a bit more light on the situation. In terms of Dundee, um, Bakayoko and Luke McCowan, uh, they both, both missed big chances in this game, and they seem to be the sort of Dundee cheap enablers to, to, to go for. Um, Peter, you were saying on Saturday you're willing to give Selic new arrivals a bit of time. What's, what's your thoughts on this one?
1: Now, I think you've you kind have of got to, I suppose. It's a situation where, well, first of all, start Dundee. The names you mentioned, plus Beck, is kind of cheap enables to team. They
2: mm-hmm.
1: okay at the team. I think time. They look like we're going down the same game plan as St. Johnson, make it difficult to beat and break down. Still, it's a little, a little bit sharper against St. Johnson, a bit more quicker. And Again, you mentioned when attack came on, that changing a bit more, faster pace, faster tempo. So, I think it's just a matter of time. If you're a turn like myself, lucky this week he was kept the pitch, but I don't think going forward with Atati back fit and what was the Portuguese midfielder's name, Tom? Is it Bernardo? Bernardo, so I think these two will be vying for that other position, because I think Kyogo and Riley's pretty much going to be nailed do your two best assets, so it would be that you want to go in a tie. I know he was good for spells last season, I got on quite quick. I don't know how that will look under a Brendan Rodgers team, if they will play in deeper and dictate and play, we'll need to wait and see. The wingers, Maida's obviously class as a striker, so that kind of rules him out, unless you've have two up top. As much as Wang or Yang looked okay, I don't think he stole the self, for himself. So it may be seen if Palmer starts next week or who takes that one. Also, it's still up for debate. And at the back, I would say yes, Johnson's probably your best bet if you want to go in there. I know skills is cheaper, but we mentioned this last week. I think it's a matter of time for he gets replaced. But I think Johnson is a standout fullback. And he was unlucky in that game, I think. On another day, because he could have probably got a one goal, maybe two, even an assist, I have to wait and see. Uh of that, yep, not much else to tell. It was just one of those games. I think it looked like it had a touches St John's about it, but eventually it wore them down. And then the team, the game opened up. Yep, Donny,
2: anything to add to that one? Yeah, so this
3: is one of those rare walking clean sheets for me. I think you could all see from the outset that this was going to be an easy win. So mm-hmm. I switched Cochran for Scales. I think you'll get team news for the next couple of Celtic games. So. If- Scales has dropped, I think like it's an easy switch. The price point sees that you can get any other defender in the game, so I don't really mind that one. I thought it was a slow start from Celtic, and we've seen that in a couple of the games now, um but Dundee never really caused them trouble um It was obviously the second half before they got going, and second penalty in five games, and they're obviously doing well on that front. And then Celtic choose to ignore any sportsmanship when the Dundee player was down injured. They just carried on playing uh, to make it 2-0. And uh, Kyogo O'Reilly making it 3. So there's definitely, you know, Kyogo O'Reilly would be the main picks. It'd be interesting if Turnbull is dropped because he's taken both of those penalties. So if Hitati comes in, he did take penalties at the end of last season. Um, If that were to be the case... Um, going on the amount of pens they're getting at the moment, and then it might be worse doubling up there. Uh, but yeah, for Dundee, nothing new. Uh, it was always a game that we going to struggle. Uh, I think, I think we've all got a bit of Dundee uh, over the course of our team. You know, you, you you'll get returns. They've got not bad fixtures coming up, but this was just a game to avoid. Uh, from Celtic as I say O'Reilly can go another just see how they get on in Europe see what rotation's going to be like and work it around that but it was a game that was never really going to trouble them
2: yeah. um, next game then we've got Hearts to Aberdeen 0 uh, it was Oda that got the first goal with an assist from Boyce and Boyce got the second um, it's another bad day at the, the office for, for Aberdeen I think Barry Robson's coach on, on a shaky peg just now, for me, they're a complete avoid um, unless we see some sort of improvement or perhaps even a new manager bounce, depending on how things pan out. Um, one thing I did notice, uh, James McGarry, a name that's not really popped up too much. He he did manage three shots on target, so perhaps he's one to watch. Um, that's pretty good going against a um, defensively sound Harts. Um, speaking of Hearts being defensively solid, Xander Clark, made five saves in the game and ended up with a a nine-pointer. The Hearts defence are keeping pace with Celtic and Rangers for clean sheets so far this season. Uh, All three teams have got three clean sheets so far, so um, definitely value there. Um, The strikers are still not doing it. We talked previously about Shankler, Miofsky, Duke, uh, not getting getting points and not justifying their their hefty price tags. Uh, Boyce, um, he did get a haul this week. Uh, He only had a single assist before this game, so it could possibly be one of these one-week wonders, something we'll probably just have to to, to wait and see. Um, I'll come to you first, Donnie. What's your your thoughts?
3: So Aberdeen still without a win uh, this season. Uh, That's a shame. Um, Hearts, yeah, Cochrane now injured, so that was a a bit of a a pest, and that's when I made my change. But um, I think Boyce... You know, he did have a good game. He looked, you know, like the boys of old before he had that um, bad injury. It must be a pest for the Shankland owners, you know, what to do. You know, I think he's what got one goal this season and, and very little else. And the premium you're paying for him, it's not working out. So he definitely got a decision to make there. I know that there's a question on um that. So we'll discuss that later. Interesting, you talk about McGarry, he's also on my notes, um he had a few shots on targets, other weeks they go in. You know, I think if they've got a bit more confidence, they might go in. I've actually got Magari in my squad. Um, I remember the European game; he played pretty well. Um, just I thought he was a differential from Devlin, which I know he was in a lot of teams. But um, yeah, Aberdeen the games don't come any easier. I think they've got Intra Frankfurt this weekend, and then Ross County double with Rangers. So uh, there's too many players out of form. I mentioned it last week. They've only got one clean sheet. It's, it's really hard to. Back back Aberdeen. For Hearts, I thought Atkinson looked good, Boyce looked good, um, and it was a a pretty straightforward win. I was quite surprised that you mentioned that uh, Clark had all those saves, because when I watched the game, it didn't feel like Aberdeen had that many um, chances, but uh, I maybe just wasn't paying attention enough since it was Aberdeen. But yeah, good win for Hearts, and Aberdeen, no luck. Pierre, anything to add there?
2: Yep, hey, Aberdeen, like you
1: mentioned, I think Robson got the job last year on good form fixtures, but that's all of the window. I know he used to totally rebuild a lot, of his defensive lineup, but I remember watching them last season, they all discussed it. They had the team fighting really good at the start, they made a couple of changes, and they were giving everybody a good game and went unbeaten for a good bit, a lot of clean sheets. That's one right at the window. I mean, I brought Devlin in on that kind of idea that Devlin was a better right back than what they had, and it's just not seemed to work out. Unfortunately I've had other fires to put out before that so he's also kind of stuck with my team on the bench but I think over time he will be replaced uh, It looks like they're having the kind of effect that I said last year with this European footballs affecting them their squad's too pulled thinly and they're struggling two games a week so that's going to upkeep the next two or three months depending on when the European fixtures finish Uh I suppose they get scalped over in Frankfurt on the other fixtures this is not going to add to the Aberdeen fans maybe wanting more for, or wanting them out the door quicker that's funny team. I'm on, I think we're all on. Are we all on, Clark? Have you got Clark as well, do we?
3: No, I've got uh him
1: okay, So, Clark, to me, is just do the set and forget keeper. I have no issue in getting know any time soon. He's returned quite well, so keep him there. Defence, if it stays settled, mate, and, but then I don't want to invest so I'll, I'll stop it for a start there. Shankle's the one up top. We've got a question of that later. Uh, I suppose you spend a lot of money, you want the returns at him. And Boyce did look lively and like the old Boyce. So it's one that I will definitely keep an eye on for a cheaper way into the arts attacking lineup if he remains this kind of form. But that's it for me.
2: Yep. Uh, next fixture, then we have Motherwell nil, St. Mirren 1. The goal came from Tanza with an assist from Strain. Uh, Tanza was the top scorer of the game week. He had uh, a goal, a clean sheet, and two bonus. This was his first attack and return of the season and his first clean sheet as well. I think possibly St Mirren's first clean sheet. Um, So don't be getting too excited with that. Um, O'Hara is back, as we suspected. Um, He started the game. He got some extra points for making three tackles in a clean sheet. But St Mirren do have Hearts, Kilmarnock and Rangers next. So tough opposition. Um, Obviously Kilmarnock with a decent enough um, defensive record so far this season. Uh, In terms of Motherwell, Spittle's doing well. He did well stats-wise, given Motherwell's attacking issues. He managed a total of six shots with three on target. Um, Still playing more advanced than what he normally does. He does face Rangers and then Celtics, so again, not an ideal situation. Strain managed to get an assist, but for me, still not justifying the, the hefty price tag after his good form last season. Um, but given both these teams have poor short-term fixtures, um, I'd be interested to hear what, what your guys' thoughts are on if it's a keep, if it's a bench trick, if it's a sell. would you reckon, Peter?
1: Motherwell, first, uh, I wouldn't be disheartened by this result. I think some of them have proven themselves to the best of the rest so far. So some of a team that is... Regarding fixtures, we'll get to the minute. But with Motherwell, I think, I think we've all got Miller or thought about Miller so to me it was by bench trick. to this point forward I've still got Suarez at the defensive so I think I'll be moving him on this week if Tumble starts Tumble doesn't start I'll move somebody else on when it comes to St Mirren I know you've mentioned fixtures there but they've looked really impressive to me I'd be quite happy if I had one of the players just to carry him forward he's a bench trick I mean Strain and Tanzer are both attacking fullbacks I did like that goal one fullback to another fullback that was reminisced a couple of times last year Uh, And I would just keep a hold of them if I had them on the bench. O'Hara is on my shortlist again now. For example, if Tumble was dropped this week, like I said, I would have no qualms bringing O'Hara in regardless and just maybe using the bench trick because he's a talismanic, he's on pens, and I believe last year he done well as yours twice, Donnie. You could tell me I was wrong, scored two goals against Rangers, two different occasions. Uh, Could have, yeah. Yeah. I've tried to blank (laughs) them (laughs) out. So I'm pretty sure he. He's one of the players not quite like Boyle but he can kind of go against any team and I would have to risk playing him so if you've got them I wouldn't be selling them I'd be keeping them benching them if you've got quite a lot of them mind you then you just need to be kind of picking wisely who you're going to bench probably keep the penalty taker on your team or the attacking winger because Strain's still quite high loan I believe I looked at the mm-hmm. spotter, so still a lot of people kept him so they've done well with return this week Donnie?
3: Yeah, you'd be forgiven for thinking this was a routine one 0 win for St. Mirren, but it was all all Motherwell. Um, if you if you watch the highlights, um, Heming made seven saves plus the clean sheet, three bonus points, so he was ten points. And so we're talking about Clark uh, for Hearts. Heming, um exceeded his points haul, um, so that was good. So, because I've got Heming goals, I wouldn't have uh, St. Mirren defence. I wouldn't I wouldn't double up. So. Um, Spain and Tanzania are, are a no no for me, but I thought Motherwell, you know, they did all they could um, to try and get back in the game, but they couldn't get anything up top. And I think that's where the problems do lie. I think they've got a lot of good players um, Spittle, Slattery, um, and Miller. They're, they're all, you know, good form players, but in this game, it just didn't click. They just don't have that uh, same threat up the top. Uh, Fixture wise, you've mentioned it. Motherwell got Rangers and Celtic up next. So you're not really going to want to invest, uh, other than what you might already have. St. Mirren, I would look at O'Hara, um, fitting him back in. I think he's just a nice, nice price point. Will get returns more often than he won't get returns, um, regardless of the fixtures. So, uh, a good win for St. Mirren and the usual names are, are there or thereabouts. So.
2: Yep. Yep. Um, next fixture, then we have uh, Kilmarnock 2, Hibbs 2. Uh, for Kilmarnock, it was Vassell that scored. Uh, a second goal came from Joe Wright with an assist from Danny Armstrong. For Hibbs, it was a Will Dennis own goal, and uh, Vente got the second goal with an assist from Ellie Ewan. Uh, Hibbs were flying at half time, 2 0 up, and uh, much like Boyle continues to disappoint his owners, Hibbs ended up disappointing the supporters. Uh, by coming away with a draw. Um, Boyle did have it on a plate a couple of times. Um, do, Hibs do have St. Johnston at home and Dundee at home, so surely a, a haul is on the cards there. Um, I, I might actually start investing in Boyle myself. Um, <laughs> Dodge was off at half-time. Um, I, was, I was kind of hoping to see a bit more of him um, under the new manager, um, but I think he had a, a cut on his head, so Surely he'll be, he'll be back for the, the following game week. Um, Vente, this was his first attack and return. So keep an eye on him. Ellie Ewan, uh, second assist of the season, no goals yet. I was a bit surprised at that because I kind of thought he'd been a bit more active this season. Um, and then obviously Lafondre, he came on for Doidge at halftime. He's been a bit of a super sub this season. He's up there uh, amongst the points with strikers, but he didn't make any returns this game. Um, In terms of Kilmarnock, Danny Armstrong continues to tick along nicely. Uh, Vassell scored the rebound after an initial strike from Brad Lyons. Um, Brad Lyons' strike was saved. So um, I still believe he's a decent enabler option. He's he's really, really cheap. So I think there's potential for attacking returns going forward from him still. Um, I suppose the the question is, will will you guys be loading up on on Hibbs for the Plum two fixtures coming up, Donny. Yeah, just on
3: Boyle, you know, I think again, if you if you watch the the game, he only got one point from a fantasy point of view, but he was far better than that um, during the match. He had a couple of chances early on, and how he didn't get an assist or a goal himself was, is beyond me. So definitely one to stick with. As you mentioned, the the fixtures against Johnson and Dundee, and even Hearts, he'd be up for that. They then play Rangers and Celtics, so you know he's a big-time performer. Um, I've got him in my team, and I certainly won't be looking to to move off on. But the problem for Hibs are at the back. It's the fourth time in five games where they've conceded two or more goals, uh, and quite often they've actually conceded three. Um, so that's where their issues lie. If you can't keep playing sheets, or you have to score at least two goals just to, to get a point out of the match. Then you're making it very difficult for yourself. So the manager will have more work to do ahead of the St Johnston match. Uh, as for Kilmarnock, again, it's a good you know, fight, get themselves back into the game. And I think we've seen that more from them this season. They probably would have lost that game um, last season. I've got Armstrong. He missed a penalty last week, so he he returned uh, seven points this week. So that was good. Um, Defence-wise, as I say, both teams not great in defence. Boyles are yes, Armstrong's a yes. I have got Watkins um, in my team. It was a bit of a punt. I don't think it's really working out. I might move off of him, but where to go uh, instead? I'll just have to wait and see. But uh, it was a good game, certainly lively, um, and a bit more work to do from each team going forward.
2: Yep. Peter, what's your thoughts?
1: Yep. give with Donnie. I know Boyle got one point, but did definitely pass the eye test we you watching the game. So don't use there, bring him this week. Uh, taught me to collect the points we've had before. Uh, Boyle, yes. Armstrong, yes. is both teams, no, is what I took for this game. Both teams look dead lively. Hibs up front, a mixed bag. There's still you a few players to pick from, so nobody's really nailed it. And I wouldn't touch both of teams defensively. Maybe when Ndava comes back for Kamala, they might look more defensively sound again. They did look okay, but he was at the start of the team. he's out for the receivable, so I am um, no rush in anything in at the back, even with good fixtures going forward, because... His hips shown themselves. They could
2: be 2-0 up and still blow it. So, the different. No interest. Yep. Um, next fixture then, we have Ross County 1, Livingston 1. For Ross County, it was Simon Murray that got the goal with an assist from Josh Reid. For Livingston, it was Bruce Anderson that got an assist from Guthrie. Uh, three shots on target for Simon Murray. I think he's a, a really, really good third striker option. And he's now the third highest scoring striker in the game. Uh they do have Celtic and Rangers in the next three and St Johnston at home sandwiched in the middle. Um, so I've got them. I'll probably be using them as part of a, a bench trick going forward. Uh, yeah, still keeping a hold of him for now. Uh, disappointed, there was no clean sheet for James Brown uh, as that would have been County's third clean sheet and again, they would be keeping pace with the likes of Celtic and Rangers and also Hearts as well as previously mentioned. Uh, Laidlaw uh, only two points behind Clark, who's the highest scoring keeper in the game, and there's probably no other uh, county players I would consider uh, other than those three. For Livingston, Bruce Anderson, um, he's had a, I think he's had a couple of goals in his last three, but he's priced at five million, which is which is very steep uh, for a Livingston team that kind of seem to spread the goals around. Uh, they're at home to Aberdeen next, so. Surely a clean sheets on the cards for Livingston. Um, the the fixtures are actually quite good. Uh, sorry, they're, they're, they're quite tough. Sorry, um, they play five of uh, last season's top six in their next six fixtures. So um, after that Aberdeen game, it might start to get a bit tougher. De Lucas, um, he's been looking good so far this season, but I don't know if I, I see a lot of points for him um, in the in the short to medium term going forward. To, I'll come at you first this time Peter
1: Same as you Tom James Brown uh, that has been the top 100, 100 in the world in the cold the so you're like okay here we go so the best thing that happen is one each so in has lost both the clean sheets they both seem to be decent They're a lot worse off teams than them so I think we say this every week if you've got them just persevere with them then strike them play them on better fixtures and Maybe one out of three or four returns, you will get something back. So, no my Dad. Both teams looked okay. I'm not going to blow you away. If you've got cheap assets, I'll keep a hold of them. I don't see any rush to the in either, but I just have to wait and see how it goes in the next couple of weeks. If teams like your Hibs and Aberdeen don't start improving, then maybe you'll be moving the players from these teams, but it's about that. It.
2: Yep. Tony? Yep,
3: I think credit where credit's due. I think Tom might be onto something with the Simon Murray I think it's the first time I've pro- properly watched Ross County. Um, I know Rangers beat them uh, quite comfortably, but having watched the game, I thought they controlled the match, um, created a lot of chances. And most of the work did come through Simon Murray. Um, I think his price point, when we talk about strikers, he's probably as good as anyone else. Um I thought Livingston, they got away with this one. I think Martindale said as much after the match that they probably didn't deserve to get anything, but, um, you know, they're they older luck and they took their chance. So, um, 1 1 it was. Uh, it's it's hard to back either of these teams. I and mean, when we talk about Livingston as a defensive unit, I'm not even sure they've kept any clean sheets um, of late in and, and Ross County just because of. Who they are, they probably don't get as much credit as they deserve. But you know, if you watched the game, Simon Murray was a standout, it's certainly one to think about. Um, if you want to take a punt, you know, some weeks it'll work out, some weeks it won't. Um, but not much else. If you've got those cheap defenders, just hold on to them uh, again. You'll get lucky sooner rather than later, unless you invest elsewhere. But no, it was a good game. And Ross getting unlucky not to get the win. but
2: Yep, um, just to round things off then we have the, the weekly top 10 and um, we know the top 3 already uh, Scott Tanza coming in at number 1 with 14 points, Kyogo second with 13 and Tavernier with 11 in 4th place, Turnbull the penalty scorer got 11, uh, O'Reilly got 10, Hemming the goalkeeper as you mentioned Donny, 10 points there, Boyce uh, 10 points, Simon Murray 10 points Strain at St Mirren, nine points, and Xander Clark uh, nine points as well. Breaking down uh, the positions, that leaves us with two goalkeepers, which is a bit of a phenomenon um, based on last season. Um, Defence, three, midfield, two, and forwards, three. I think um, most of those names we would expect, uh, and perhaps a few one-week wonders in there as well. Um as I said as before, Turnbull might not be in the top tens for, for too much longer, but
0: anything to add there? There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify.
2: Sorry, no,
3: there I think it was quite a high-scoring week. Uh, 80 seemed to be quite a par score, so people are catching on now to <clears throat> where the money lies uh, in terms of value. Uh, you you got rewarded with your keepers this week if you if you had hearts or St Mirren. You won't get that every week. Um, where the defender scoring, penalty taker scoring, you'll get lucky with them now and again. But the, the the same names are just starting to float to the surface now. And if you can fill those gaps um, with some quality, then, you know, you'll be there or thereabouts. But uh, no, it was a good a good scoring weekend.
2: But yeah.
1: Yep, pretty much agreed. A lot of names they're starting to hear more often than we are used to or we're expecting to return. And like you said, there's always going to be one or two names thrown there with a one-week wonder, like you call them, Tom, just out of nowhere, but... Okay, Donny, you have a player for this week in Donny's Dive. You can dig it away. Yep.
3: So there's one name that we've not really mentioned, and I'm going to give it to you in just a second. So the Dives will look at fixtures and, and just different things like that, but the differential is just about looking at uh, a player who's, you know, maybe in form and, and getting overlooked, low ownership. So this is really to try and help you um, get ahead of the game uh, in terms of that. Yeah. Um, my first shout last season was Kevin Van Veen, and that turned out not too bad. Uh, so we'll see how this one goes. I will caveat the, this choice by saying it is slim pickings at the moment. You know We're only five game weeks in, um, but the figures, I think, once you hear what I've got to say, it, it might give you food for thought. So this week's player is 9.8% owned. That makes him the 38th top-owned player alongside Alex Cochran and Leil Abada. He has played all five games this season, averaging 92 minutes, so every minute of every game. He has 23 points, an average of 4.6 points per game, so that's not too bad. Um, if we look closely at the numbers, no goals and no assists, but he does have four bonus points. Anybody what I guess yet? Peter?
1: Nico Raskin.
3: Okay, Tom. I
1: have to least wonder
2: there. <laughs> 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 I'll go with Raskin then. Okay, I'm, well let's I see if you're probably on the money with that.
3: He is priced at four point eight million, and he is a midfielder. He the final clue is he's a Belgian under twenty-one and possibly the greatest number forty-three in Scottish football. So, final answers.
1: I'm guessing
3: it is it? him
2: <laughs> then. It's probably yeah. Raskin the way
3: yeah. this is going. So this, this week's differential is Nico Raskin of Rangers. So if you just take the stats at face value, they're not exactly in his favour. No goals, no assists um in those games. But if you keep in mind, Rangers have lost two of those five games. That 4.6 average um is pretty impressive. If you're like me, you've got a Cantwell-sized hole in your team. Uh, This could be the one um, to fix that. He's safe in terms of minutes. As I said, he's played every minute of every game. Um, And I think if you look at some of the other options, Lawrence and Matondo, uh, they're more likely to be at rotation. His points, if you look at his points, he's got more points than O'Hara, Spittle, Boyle and Armstrong. And that's all players that we champion uh, week in, week out. So Raskin is outperforming them all um as far as that's concerned. He's a no-nonsense midfielder. He racks up those passing points in his sleep and um, and he just ticks along nicely. And I think if he does get an assist, so a lot of listeners will, will hark back to I think one of the first one of these I did was on Glenn Kamara. Very similar for Vaskin. He just maybe more if he gets an assist um, will offer value if you just set and forget. And I think midfield wise and rangers wise that is a problem at the moment. So, uh, this week's differential, Nico Raskin it's four point eight million, and he plays for Rangers. So, thoughts on that one? You both guessed it in the end, Tom. Will you be having him in your I, team?
2: Um, potentially. Um, I think, I think, I think, um, I think that's probably a decent shout, given that really the only sort of stable option we've got just now is Tavernier, and that's it. Barisic yeah. isn't assured. We've kind of said he's maybe been our second option, still leaves a third, but now even Barisic isn't really assured. Um of starts in the league. Um the Danilo thing throws a bit of a spanner in the works. Lammers hasn't really been performing. Uh Beale seems to be kind of switching around to start in eleven. So it makes sense to get a player that's consistent and you know, he's ticking along. So may as well for the time being. Um can't think of any other players to fill in that third slot or even potentially the second slot.
3: Yeah, no, absolutely. As I say, he's got more points than O'Hara, Spittle, Boyle, Armstrong, so why not? Uh, Peter, thoughts on, on Raskin? Could he gonna find his way into your team? He
1: kind of still was at the mouth when you mentioned, uh, you mentioned Kamara because I was thinking, as you were talking about it, the touch of the Kamara and McGregor about him last year but yeah. pretty much plays most games, will take over points. My only concern would be that eventually you'll probably be able to get a more explosive Rangers return than that. So yeah. if you bring it in, that's fair enough. Just be wary that there will be a point come in the season where it might be a settled 11, there might be more a guy who's guaranteed to probably potential score more points, and at that point you need to maybe keep that second transfer so you can get about which way to do that. But no, no problem with that. I'm sure you want to have a Rangers player in there who's pretty much guaranteed minutes, pretty much guaranteed you say the passing point, and then I think that's a good shout. Yep. Okay,
3: great. React. So that's the that's differential. So if you want to get on him, guys, good luck. And if he doesn't do the business, I
1: apologise in advance. Plus, I guess, because I knew the first player would pick me, the Rangers just Donnie <laughs> Right, okay, on to the questions. First up is from FPL Liger. After yet another blank, it feels like now we could pretend to move on Shankland, but who for? So what do you think on the Shankland situation? Start with you, Donnie? Who's the ideal replacement? I mean, it's really, it's really
3: difficult. There's absolutely no value um, up top at the moment. And you might want to even factor that into your team selection and, and go heavy in midfield. And um, that's what I do. I mean, I just have Keo go up front and then leave the bench to do what it does. So it is slim pickings. I mean, if you look elsewhere, St. Mirren, Motherwell, both a lottery. Ross County, you know, they're not going to score a lot of goals, um, even though we did talk about Murray there. Livingston, again, you've got Anderson, but they play Celtic Nesk, St. Johnston, no. Hibbs, I've got Vente, Deutsch, Lafondre, it's too much choice, Kelly, Vassell, Watkins, no. I think you know the answer might actually lie with hearts and, and Boyce. Um I think if you've got Shankland, you just hold on to him because they've got some easy fixtures before they then run into Hibbs, Rangers and Celtic and then you can maybe move them on and um, I, I, I there's, there's not a lot of value elsewhere, I think we'd probably just keep the faith uh, I certainly wouldn't be moving to him but if you have him, I'd maybe just sit on it for a couple more weeks, it's a tough one
1: Tom, same question to you
2: Yeah, this is, this is going to give me an, an opportunity to correct myself because I said uh, Ross County had Celtic and Rangers in the next three with St John's in the middle I must have refreshed Sutty's ticker by accident and it took us back to game week one because it's clearly, <laughs> clearly not the case because they've got uh, uh, Aberdeen away this week and then Hearts at home, then Dundee. Uh, they actually have quite a favourable run going forward. So I think um, Simon Murray is clear, clearly the, the the option to go for um, now that fixtures aren't really an issue. Um, I think Deutsch could be an option given the saint Johnston Johnstone-Dundee at home uh, over the next two. You're not going to get a better... Uh, two fixtures than that, so if he's back, I think he, he was um, second top scorer striker in the game, so uh, if he's back for the weekend, keep an eye on those pressers to find out, because we're not going to get team news, because obviously Celtic have the lunchtime kick-off, so I think he could be a decent option, you could even go for Venti as well, I mean, he's been uh, ticking along nicely despite not starting games, uh, those, those would, be, would be my picks.
1: Like you said, there's not really anything that really stands out to me with the Shanghai situation. I think Boyce is the one that came to keep in mind or read the question if he's gonna if Shang's gonna be playing that slightly deeper position, are they gonna switch and rotate, I don't know, but keep an eye on Murray, you mentioned. I don't know if you could potentially go for Maeda up top, but he's not scored yet this year. Now. He just scored once. So I know that hat trick pre-season will all kind of go, oh, here we go, but none really happened to that. So until somebody stands out from the crowd, put their hands up there's not much there I mean you'd normally be probably sitting going oh Mioski or Duke would be at this point or we'd have someone another team maybe a Van Deen replacement but it's not happened so far so I'd be inclined to keep a hold of him until somebody appears or what like Donnie mentions go a cheap player who's playing as Benjamin you might get the odd return right next up is same again from FPL Liger is it worth keeping the faith in Kilty? is Dander a better option Tom
2: uh, Kilty, he was on penalties I think before but now that O'Hara's back he's he's going to have to probably give that back up again so I don't know, St men's fixtures do get a bit tight over the next sort of three I think, I think, I think there's better options available I think there's going to guys that are probably going to be a bit more consistent week in, week out so if he's got nothing else to do in his team then um, I'd be looking to, to move on
1: yeah, you mentioned yourself lines before and, and what Miller's an option, maybe not fixture by this week, but the best cheap players play of the week, would you think, Tony? Kilty or Danda, that option?
3: I imagine he took in Kilty when O'Hara got injured. Um if that was the case, I'm trying it get back to O'Hara uh, unless money's a problem. Danda, unless I've missed something, I don't think he's done anything all season. Um so it's that's not where I would look. There's loads of choices in midfield, I've mentioned them. Just all there when I was covering off Raskin, but um, I wouldn't be looking at either of those teams. I think you've got plenty of other choices that you can fill up with.
1: Okay, next question is from Gavin, then loads of numbers after his name. Feel I've got a defensive issues this week. So, number one, do you think Barasic will be rested again? And I'll get to you, Donny Barasic be rested of Europe?
3: Um, I, th- I think he might. Um, I think he might too. So he'll play on Thursday, but I'm not sure if he will play, um, at the weekend. But who knows? <laughs> and a-, a man that's changed his team 10 times in the last 10 games, you know, anybody's guess, but I think he might just do that uh, while we get through these European games. But then, you know, it doesn't really give Biosets a good run, nor does it give Yilmaz a good run. I would wait and see. Uh, there's no guarantees in that defence other than Tavin since. So that might be the answer he's looking for.
1: The European football thing may have been a international first. Been yeah. A as well. So you don't know. You don't see the team, which is unfortunate. But I would tend to think maybe may, Barasic might may play Thursday and then obviously Yilmaz would come in the league. Then Barasic might start playing more often again. But again, we don't have the team to see. What do you think, though, eh, Tom? Barasic rested again or? Yelmaz rested
2: or no idea? <laughs> it's a difficult one to say. I, I could potentially see it the, the, the other way around. I mean, it depends who he feels is going to be his strongest option. Um, because Yelmaz is
3: not in the European squad, so yeah.
1: right.
3: you are not going to you wouldn't risk Barisic at the weekend because you can't play Yelmaz in Europe, so it, 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 would in. To be, it would answered. have to be that way. So yeah, if they, they are going to rotate... It'll be Yilmaz that gets the, the, the weekend games and Barasić's other games, which is a shame because Barisic, playing international duty, he, he had had some good returns and he was a player we were all looking forward to having in our teams. But he's put a span in the work, which is the joy of Scottish football. Hmm. Yeah.
1: Just sunny watch. I for not couple weeks. it's called it's for European. Six, league, six group games over the space of the next couple of months, so need to watch a game before or a game after, depending on how it falls home or away. Next question from Gavin is thinking of selling O'Donnell. That would give me a budget of 3.8 million. Any advice for defenders? So he has got Tavernier, Barisic, Strain, O'Donnell, and DeLucas. So he's got Strain and Tavernier, and DeLucas probably no sells. So they've been pretty started. I know Strain has only kept that one assist, but I don't see a reason getting rid of him. Tavernier don't get rid of him. DeLucas started the season well, so O'Donnell to somebody else. Who do you think, Tom? What's his budget again? He's got 3.8 million if he sells O'Donnell. I, I think he should have made James Brown a good bench enabler. But
2: I was about to say, he's Rush County playing Aberdeen, so um, yeah, you'd, you'd fancy a clean sheet there. Plus, he's attacking fullback. I think he's already got an assist so far this season, perhaps two assists, I'm not sure. He collects quite a um, lot of
1: points as well, which is handy.
2: So, yep. So, I quite like him as an option and then it, it gives you some funds to invest elsewhere in your squad as well, because he's very, very cheap.
1: Well, I suppose once you go elsewhere, he's got a whole back line in Roscoe. And you can check who's played the most minutes, so you can bring somebody else in. You might go different to Brown. Donny, who would you be uh, advised to replace O'Donnell with? Um,
3: I've said Scales. I think if you can see the team news, which you should for Celtic, and Scales is playing, I would just pop them in, because, as I said... And we're discussing the game, see Scales is not playing, you can get pretty much any other defender, so I would go that way I think he has to sell them because they play Rangers and Celtic and he's got Lucas who plays Celtic, he's going to bench both of those, so very little returning option, so I think he has to try and get a return out of the play he's bringing in and if you do that with Scales you've probably got a better chance of a return than than any other player, so that's the way I would go Yeah. plus he
1: has the space, he's only got two Celtic players in, so he has one
2: more slot available Right. Also, if if you think Yilmaz is quite safe in the league, then he's only
1: 3.4. Yep, and he could do that, but that would give him the Rangers triple up and take rid of Barasic, which is a bit crazy. But then, um. yeah. <laughs> Next up is from John Cameron, Cammy37. Who do you guys think is the best third striker option as you know, in brackets cheap? Donnie.
3: I think picking two strikers is hard enough at the moment, so three... Um is a tricky one. I mean I've got Watkins, Bakayoko, and to be honest, I'm not happy with Watkins. I think Bakayoko for his price, he was three point three, he's now three point five. He's not been a bad punt. Um okay, settle game aside, he was getting uh, assists, um, so not too bad there. I think Tom's favourite, Simon Murray, would be another one. Um, but there's there's really not a lot to go by. Maybe just look at midfielders instead and having Keogh go up top in his own. Um, you know, you'll get more points for passing, interceptions, you get the clean sheet points, and it's the same points for a goal. So if you spend your money wisely, um,
1: that might be the best way out of it. Tom, best third option striker? Cheap?
2: Got to be Simon Murray, hasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yoko's an option as well. Um that's the two I would say. Simon Murray,
1: Bakayoko, they're, they're, yes. pretty, they're cheap. They have returned so far, so your eyes dropping them, going, right, they're cheap enough you can get them in and they're, they're returning every so often. So that's the two I'd go for as well. Right, next up is a long question from Andrew. So I'm going to take it he's quite new at the game. So he's got a two-paragraph sentence. So I'll, let me get through it all here. Do you guys cheat players like stock and sale in high and try and buy when price falls? I've seen a couple of other experts' teams values at close to £70 million whereas mine had fallen to 59.6. Is it just luck dependent on who does well, if you have them early enough, or is it a value strategy? And when does value change? Is it live, or is it on the Monday of the new game week, for example? Therefore, if you expect everyone to buy a player for next week, it's best to do it early to save money. Anything around value and how you manage would be great. Thanks. I think we can take off a few things quite quickly here. The the value changes when the the game day locks. Is that right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Deadline Changes.
1: It locks on deadline, doesn't move through the week. Uh, so I'm you first, Tony, how would you treat the value working with that? I mean, we've I covered it before, but we've not covered it in great detail, but how would you look at value when it's going to rise and bring players in and sell, for example?
3: I think form dictates value. Because um, you're working with a small pool of players, anyone who does well in a couple of games, we're all going to jump on. Injury is another factor. You know, we've got Cantwell got injured, so you'll sell him, he'll fall in value, and then when he's fit, we'll get him back at a cheaper price. So you will over the course of a season have a team that's in excess of seventy million. When already after five games, I've got one million, you know, sixty-one million for my team. Um, so you will benefit over the course of a season. But I don't I don't actively look for cheap players or anything like that. I think it's just deform um is it is enough to bring in a player you know doing the differentials if you can get on a player early um and then he kicks off you will get the price rise before everyone else um but in terms of timing yeah just do your changes as late as possible get as much team news, uh, and then do it because it's the same as doing it at any other point in the week
1: right I'm just on that for a company thomas the only other thing i've noticed is if you get the cheap players in, young players are playing early you do the name got quicker. Like, who was it, a couple of years ago, we had two-mong defenders for Aberdeen, both of them. Yeah. A couple of couple a couple of point ones every week. So if you do get yourself a cheap player who's playing at two point two point three, they will tend to rise, I believe, quicker than, like, your TAV and Kyogo because they're at the high end. Because people are on them ready, so you're not lumping them off them. Where if you're on a player who's lumping them early, you get a chance. Ain't add to that, Tom? That question? Uh,
2: no, I mean... I've played the game since its inception and value is probably not something i ever take into consideration at all. It's just something that accumulates naturally. Yeah. Um, you wouldn't get in a player just because you think they're going to go up. You've got to look at your form and you've got to look at your fixtures. If you're buying a player because they're, they're low or their price is down, it's probably because they're not really doing anything, at which point you don't want that player. So I would. Um, I would just... Play the game as 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 you would any sort of other fantasy game and forget about the values.
1: Example that would be Riley this year. He's up to six million already since the start season starts. So yep. players on a hot streak jump because if he's playing for one of the big two, especially and there's playing a week and it of scoring goals, look going quick enough, you might, it might be valued out your transfer fund. Right. Mm-hmm. Next up is from APL underscore Bacon. Who's the best replacement for Catmull with him expected about for the next few game weeks? I already have Riley, McCown, Lines, and Slattery. At first glance, I'm Tom schoen Spittle, Turnbull and Raskin but updated advice, cheers lads. So straight away, I'm going to say don't do Turnbull because I don't think Turn- Turnbull's mm-hmm. minutes are numbered. He might play the odd game in Europe but I think overall it'll be the-, the Portuguese lad, I keep forgetting his name, and Hatati over the two will come in. Eh, so he said, Raskin, Donnie's going to dive on that, so Donnie's going to probably talk about that there. and Spittle is ready to get Slattery, so I don't know I must bet Slattery is Motherwell, no? Yeah, yeah, they're both Motherwell. So I don't think you want to double up Motherwell but who do you think? What do you think, Tom? Who's the best option to bring in?
2: I wouldn't double up on Motherwell. We've got Rangers and Celtic next over game week six and seven, so I certainly wouldn't double up on Motherwell. Um, He's got Armstrong, did he say? No. Lines. lines.
1: He's got lines, he would double up and come nah, out. He's
2: not going double up on that either. Yeah. Boyle? Probably got, if you... That's if That's what I like to hear. Get on that. probably right if, you, if you're going to jump on Boyle now, then probably now is <laughs> the time to do it with those fixtures. And um, If he doesn't do anything over those two games, he's an easy get rid because then there's Hearts, Rangers and Celtic in the three game weeks after that. So um, You've got to jump on these streaks while you think they're going to come. So as I said, in the sort of breakdown, he's uh, he had a couple of sh- shots on goal. It was on a plate for him and didn't capitalise, but I imagine he's probably going to get more chances against St Johnston, Dundee, particularly in front of a home crowd, so surely. Hey, Donnie, same question yourself. Are the players' battle Turnbull asking any more to add?
3: Uh yes, I mean Raskin, I've covered off. Definitely think there's there's value there. O'Hara um would have been one. Um Armstrong another. Boyle, it's it's all the same names that we're saying. I think he, the four that he's mentioned that he's already got. I don't know. Riley's probably a bit light in midfield, so, so bringing in a few of those uh, might hit. Might help. Hitati could could be an option if we um. We're we'll trying to project how Celtic will go going forward. He might be the new penalty taker. You know, you could get early in on him. Um, but the names that we've already mentioned are, are probably going to serve you well over the next few weeks.
1: Yeah, you could just go straight to placement to Raskin and then jump back to Cap if he's back fit, and that keeps his fingers a lot. But I suppose that's the best way of wanting it. You said to take over nicely, right? And last question, it's from Mel Stars for. Can I covered a lot of this as we've talked, but we'll just quickly do it again. With possibly upcoming rotations, I'm assuming he's meaning European football teams, who are the the best mid-priced midfields and forwards?
3: Yeah, We've talked enough um, about where to go, so I don't think I'm going to add any new names into the mix. Defenders? Who have I got in defence? I've got...
1: To midfielders, midfielders,
3: midfielders, well, they're just the names we've already mentioned. Forwards, uh, I think we should maybe be getting on the Murray train. Um, Boys, a push. It's hard, I must admit, it is hard um, to know where to go. But the names that we've mentioned over the course of the, the podcast is, is where you want to go. Sorry, I'm not helping too much on that one.
1: Yeah, I'm exactly mentioned a few in the last question as well, a few names, but I think we've covered it all off. Tommy, any names to add? Cheap midfielders, cheap attackers?
2: Um, is it cheap or is it mid price? Mid priced, well Because in the striker position you got Kyogo which is eight million and then you got Simon Murray which is three three point seven. The mid price guys aren't performing, so like they're running about the five, five point five, your Shanklins, your Dukes, your Mioskis. It's not working for them. Um George, if he's fit for the weekend, I reckon he could be an option. Um, like Looking at Rangers, like Lammers and stuff, uh, not not really happening. Danilo is probably, yeah, if you're going to put your money on someone who's going to emerge as the, kinda, the, the Rangers striker, the guy that's going to get the goals this season, it's either going to be him or Roof. Um, so he's out. Um, Roof is a bit injury prone as well. For midfielders, you've got sort of top is O'Reilly, and then you've got really cheap like Brad Lines at three point, and then you've kind of got this sort of cohort of um, sort of mid to cheap uh, midfielders that are doing quite well. So you've obviously got your Armstrong, you've got your O'Hara, you've got your Spittle. The fixtures are a bit tough for these guys. Um, I, think, I think the time's to take the punt on Boyle. Sound like a Broken record with that one, um, and I think maybe the questions maybe coming a little bit like maybe like a week or a couple of weeks too early in terms of Celtic, like Celtic, they made a lot of transfers towards the end of the window. Um, players are just starting, starting to get reduced into the the playing squad. We've seen a few guys getting subbed on towards the end of the game um, on the weekend there. So we've got a game tonight. So. That'll give us an opportunity to look at Celtic again and then away at Livingston on the weekend. I think after that, we might have a fairer idea of who the sort of settled midfielders are. And there's a few guys in there around about the sort of 4.8, 4.9. So I think whoever starts, starts to stick out amongst them is probably going to be your your, your pick there for, for Celtic. Nice look at
1: that,
3: Tom. Great. Peter, yeah, just cool. before, you, sorry, before you go, I've got another question. It came in from Barracuda. So we better not ignore him. The man knows his stuff. It's a a league winner, a cup winner. It's got more medals than everyone put together. Uh, it's about Rangers as well. So I know as Celtic fans, that's your favourite subject. Um, so Barracuda is asking, what playing time would you expect from the Rangers midfields and forwards and how would you rank them? So if we look at the Rangers midfield and forwards, basically how are you going to prioritise in rank? So Tom, Rangers midfields, your three preferred Rangers midfielders if I was to push you
2: it's hard because as you mentioned he's not a settled start of living so <laughs> um, is Sima a midfielder? no he'd be a forward he's, he's classed as a striker in the game um, so Matondo Raskin maybe well when he comes back okay Peter Here's your three Rangers midfielders,
1: I would say Raskin first because you mentioned that Raskin, yeah. I'd like to if Matondo could get more first team game time. I don't know what's going to happen under Biel, but Matondo and Cantwell will be first if he's back playing further up top. But if he's not playing, and Cantwell will be third right now at the three, yeah.
3: I've I've wrote off Cantwell, Cantwell and Dell are both injured. You've got Jack Lundstrom, as for defensive midfielders, so I wouldn't really. Look to get much out of them. Raskin would be my top pick. Matondo would be my second pick, and Lawrence, who's just coming back, would be my my third pick. So that's how mm. I would view it as a Rangers fan. So if we look at the forwards, uh, Peter, who would be your your order of preference for the Rangers forwards?
1: Who have I got between here?
3: Uh, you've probably got Roof, uh, Roof, Dessers, Lammers, Sima
1: so You've got four to choose from, really. Right is it stands, probably Roof number one. I think the Dessers would be the last. What I've seen the Dessers, I think he's terrible. And the Lammers, I don't think he's a good player, but he tries. So that would make me think Sima too, and then Lammers third down. But that's third and fourth is like just getting the barrel right now into the form hits because I'm not interested yeah. in the last ones. Too much.
3: Uh, Tom, same question. Ranger strikers.
2: Probably roofing and Danilo when he comes back. I think we've kind of seen enough of Lammers and Dessers to kind of. We're not too keen on them. At least Sima came on and looked decent, so there's actual potential there, I think possibly. Uh, so I'd say Ruth, Danilo, Steamer, Lammers and Desers. Yeah. I think Lammers
3: is a bit unlucky. I think he is he's involved in the action, but he seems to be like the pre assist, if that makes sense. He's, yeah. like, he's the one before you get the points. But He's, you know, it's goals that count. Uh, for what it's worth, I've, I've got Roof up front. I, I actually prefer Dessers. I know he's not um, set the world on fire since he's been at Rangers, but I think I would have him second. I think Beal probably favours him. I was actually surprised he didn't come on um, when his Danilo went off. So I would go Roof, Dessers, Seema, and then lammers, But again, there's so much choice and, and very little data to go on. Uh, you're Probably better looking elsewhere. Um, in terms of uh, attacking options. So hopefully
1: that answers your question, Barracuda. And that's everything from me. That's quite an indictment so far. There's our are in their squad. Yes. i think, about They're all mm, don't really want them. they should be 3-3 should three and, three and be quite happy to go mm-hmm. with yeah. what fit more in. But anyway, fixtures then for the coming game week. And then we'll get our captain picks and get out of here. So this game week, we're only going to have one LA team news. So it's and celtic half-12 half kickoff half off Saturday. After that, we will have three Saturday games. Mernon vs. Harts, Hibs vs. Johnson, Dundee and Kilmarnock. And then the two teams playing in the lower leagues of European football as Rangers, Motherwell, Aberdeen, Cross County. Don't even break a smile there. So funny here, though, is fixtures. Tom, who is your captain, vice-captain and possible transfers this week?
2: Um, I think given how successful Captain Tav and Vice-Captain Kyogo have been this game week, It'd be tough to come off those two guys, so that's where I'm going to stick with. In terms of um, in terms of my transfer, could could be a week for a minus four. Um, I still have Ndaba um, Spittle. He's playing Rangers. Um, Saint Mirren, O'Hara is away at Hearts. So that's a bit tricky. Um oh, I've got Parks as well, so he's not great. Um so it could be in to maybe Yilmaz, given the, the, the news that we've had there regarding his position or lack of position in the European squad. Um he's at home to Motherwell, um, who is struggling for, for strikers. And then the following week they're at home to Aberdeen, who can't seem to score. So a uh, nice couple of fixtures there. Surely some clean sheets there, so probably Ndabata to, to Yilmaz for me. Um might take a minus four and get boiling. I don't know who I'd get rid of. <laughs>
1: <Well> <laughs> training, eh? Okay, Dory, your plans this week? Captain vice captain transfers.
3: Um, so obviously I've wild carded, so I've not got as many holes in my team as as a lot of other managers will have. I've probably got a luxury of anything that I can hold uh, a transfer. That being said, I'm not too impressed with my forward line. Uh, I might move to Simon Murray. Um, Uh, Playing Aberdeen, you you should get a lot of action there. Uh, Captain, captain, vice-captain, for the foreseeable future, I don't think anyone's going to move off uh, to having Kyogo. Uh, I think you're going to get returns there. So that's my captain, vice-captain, and I'll maybe try and make a change up front, um, depending on what we see at the end of the week and how the European games go.
1: Okay, yep, I was going to say these are all uh, European games because it could be injuries so you have to wait and see, but if other land's okay, Captain Tav, Vice-Captain Kyogo, I don't see any reason changing that like you said, anytime soon. And My transfer would be Celtic team is dependent. If Turnbull's dropped, then I'm going to go Turnbull to probably O'Hara. If Turnbull starts, then I wouldn't need to move till next week and I will probably take Swaro out at the back line, but I've no idea who I'd bring in yet. Probably a defender for my team, I haven't got yet because I've got a Hearts, Rangers, Johnson, Aberdeen, and Livingston lineup. So, probably a different, very different team in there. Maybe punt on a Dundee defender and just Just like Beck, just for his cheapness and then <laughs> have him sitting on the bench. I mean, just so I've got him and I'm elsewhere. I don't know, there's no other defenders really standing. I'm looking at the fix I'm at who to bring in. I've probably the plum fixture, but do you, do you trust him to keep a clean sheet? Because I don't. so... No. rangers Motherwell, I mean, do I want to double up your defence? Not particularly right now. Aberdeen can't be trusted. Hearts are racing none, that could end up anything. so... And I can't get simple Blanks, I've already got three, so I'm kind of limited with what to do. I could roll, but I've got two players missing for the team if that's the case, so I'd rather just change him for a really cheap player. Oh, potential other Motherwell defender, actually, that's another option then bench him but I feel a wasted transfer this week when they're playing Rangers it's a bit silly and that's it right so we can get a plug in out here then Donny where can people find you I am at FFS underscore Donny Tom
2: and I'm at FFS underscore Scout
1: and I'm at Fantasy Half so this will come out late but if you want to join our Champions League UEFA Fantasy Champions League is on the Twitter page I thought I'd return straight away Donny but I realised the defender who had had an assist I took out this morning so there you go go. but we'll see so anyway guys we'll catch you through the road we'll see you later bye bye
2: bye bye bye